Hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I'm your host for Creation Anew, and I'm glad you're with me today. Hey, I'm the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana, and I'm so glad that you're with me today. Well, what are we going to talk about? Well, I want to continue talking about some scientific things uh, and, and a blending of science and the scripture. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, we started on uh, on the last episode talking about how the scriptures and and science actually are not at odds with one another. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but I want to refer back to a book that I had used in the last episode. And I would suggest that you pick up this book. You you are. Um, these uh, these copies are probably not um, very plentiful, and this is a book um, that is called The Harmony of Science and Scripture. I have the 12th edition. I have volume one, and uh, it, uh, it is by uh, a, a Dr. Harry Rimmer, R-I-M-M-E-R, and uh, it's published by uh, William B. Erdman's Publishing Company, and the date on that publishing uh, is 1947. Uh, I believe the original date for this work was 1936, somewhere around in there. And what what Dr. Rimmer does is, um, just to kind of quickly recap, what he does is he goes through and he's talking about different things um, where science and and scripture um, actually meet, where they actually um, agree with one another. And as I said in the last podcast episode, uh, that I, I'm I'm convinced, even though I am a lay person as far as science is concerned, um, I'm convinced that that science just needs to catch up with the Bible. And when it does, scientific discoveries will will start uh, saying, oh, hey, the Bible is true. So we've seen that already in some areas. And there's something that Dr. Rimmer brings up, and it's, it's um, it, it, I'll be honest, I, I really didn't think of it before because I don't have a scientific mind per se. But the reason why, in, in you may not have a scientific mind, okay? Um, but here, here is a reason why we should look at these things. We're living in a post-Christian world where um, people, uh, it's, it's not where they have heard about Christ and they don't, um, they don't believe. It's in many cases, especially in the United States, they haven't even heard about Christ. And I'll be honest with you, with all the different, you know, variations of uh, of the gospel. And when I say variations, there's only one gospel. And if you vary from that, then you're you're uh, you're now communicating a different gospel than what God um, God has. But in order to to be used of God to reach people, I think it's good for us to go out of our boundaries as Christians and to be able to learn 
things that may be uncomfortable for us and to learn things that uh, may be difficult for us to understand. And um, so I'm, I'm doing that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Uh, are we going to reach people by being able to reason with them? I mean, I, does the Holy Spirit really need our help? No, he doesn't. But the fact of the matter is, Jesus said to the disciples, go and make disciples. And if we can reach people, if we can reach people, with with statements of fact with truth that back up what the scriptures say we're really not hurting ourselves so there may be some people that can respond just by hearing the gospel some people may have a lot of questions and they may respond with a lot of questions and and i'm not saying you have to know everything as a christian i don't uh, so, and I'm happy to say that. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a book from 1947. Um, I don't, I'm not a scientific person, but I'm willing to learn in order to, to start bringing some things out that will make an unbeliever think. Now, you know, am I going to win somebody over with my intellect? No. But what I will do is, just like the Apostle Paul in Athens, I'm going to appeal to people on behalf of the gospel using things that they know. I don't want to change the message of the gospel. I may need to change my methods depending on who I'm talking to. So for those people that have a lot of questions that may say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm having a difficult time with believing the Bible for, for one reason or another. If we can, if we can arm ourselves with with some things and we can say have you considered this then that can make people think and if you know what this podcast is all about it's to help people think so that's why I'm going through these things and I want to do it every so often again you know don't look at me for science okay I, I have to have my hand held for this um, whenever we started dissecting pigs in high school um, that really was a turn off for me um, and whenever I started uh, um, doing other dissections uh, in college, that was even a bigger turnoff for me. And so I'm not a scientific person, but um, I'm willing to think and I'm willing to consider things. And I, what I want to bring before you is just that very thing. So what I want to specifically bring out is something that Dr. Rimmer talks about. And uh, it, it is something that is like i said it really didn't catch my eye uh, i i never thought about it even though i've gone through um verses like this and really just haven't thought about things because i just i i just knew that there were things that we can't see okay and that can be for another day but it's found in hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 and if you know the book of Hebrews, and you know Hebrews chapter 11, you know that Paul starts talking about faith. And he starts talking about faithful people and faithful examples. And there's something that's very interesting that Dr. Rimmer brings out in Hebrews 11 verse 3. And that is, he's, he says, uh, in, in, well not he, Dr. Rimmer, but he, the Apostle Paul, 
says, by faith, we understand that the world, that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Let me read that to you again. Hebrews 11.3 says this, By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Did you catch that last line? What the Apostle Paul says there is that, you know, we're taking it by faith that, that the creation came about by the word of God. And then he goes on, and this is the statement that, that uh, I want you to chew on. He says, so that what is seen, so the visible things in life, was not made out of things which are visible. Did, did you just get that? The Apostle Paul in the first century wrote those words that what is seen is not made out of things which are visible. Well, isn't that, isn't that part of the whole thing of, of evolution? That, that things evolve. That they, they come from something else that's here. I mean, that's what my understanding of evolution is that, you know, you start with a, a very small type of life form and it evolves into, you know, something more complex. And we can talk a little bit more about that, too. Um, and, and, and the thought process, uh, you know, that it takes to believe that is, uh, is a little sketchy. But to stay on point here, Paul is telling us from the first century that the things that we can see in life are made up out of things which are invisible. Now, let's think of something that would be invisible. Let's think of of the atom. And I'm taking this from Dr. Dr. Rimmer's book. And he says something in here, and he, he says, um, let me find it here real quick. I'm sorry, the, 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 the page turned. <laughs> and the Apostle Paul, uh, Dr. Rimmer is implying, is actually talking about atomic particles, atomic, you know, the, the atom, if you will. And, and those, the, the, the atom can't be seen by the human eye. I mean, we can see it with different instruments, but it can't be seen with the, the human eye, but yet the atom is a part or atoms make up what we, what we see. Doesn't it sound exactly what like what Paul is saying here that that what is seen was not made out of things which were visible he's clearly talking about the material world and saying that it is made up of things 
that we can't see. No. That's... That's really strange. Very, very strange. Because if that's the case, we've got a guy who's writing the Bible in the first century talking about things that he shouldn't have known about. Paul shouldn't have... He wouldn't have had an understanding of, of atoms, of, you know, protons and neutrons and electrons, you know. And for some of you out there, maybe the crouton. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just joking. How does the Apostle Paul know about... about material on an atomic level. How does he know that material is made up of stuff we can't see? Now, one of the things that Dr. Rimmer brings out here is that the Apostle Paul would not have known this. But he was given revelation by an outside source. Somewhere along the way, the Apostle Paul wrote about atoms because he was driven. He was, dare I say, inspired. Well, yes, I do dare to say that. <laughs> he, he, he was inspired. Now, as a Christian, what I'm going to tell you is his, his inspiration came from a source, and that source is God. But we didn't know this stuff for the longest time. I mean, as mankind went on, after the Apostle Paul, they weren't talking about invisible things making up things that could be seen. Until we were able to actually see the electron or, or the, the atom. And that wasn't that far back, I don't think. So how does the Apostle Paul know about this? And you've heard me say this um, more than once, that this is... Science needs to catch up with, with the Scriptures. And when it does, it will agree with the Scriptures. The Apostle Paul wrote those words in Hebrews 11.3 many years before we knew about the atom. And when we discovered the atom, we could go back to Hebrews 11.3 and say, oh, wow, hey, science caught up with the Bible and is saying the same thing that the Bible is saying. I find that very fascinating. Because I'm not quite sure what else Paul is talking about here. Now, Paul would, I mean, certainly there would be a concept of things that are invisible, such as spirit, um, e e eternal existence. Paul talks a lot about those things. But I don't think that he would, you know, look at his, his article of clothing and say, yeah, this is made up of little microscopic uh, particles that make up this whole thing. I, I'm not convinced that he would have he would have been thinking on that level. He had to have been given that information. 
he had to have been given the ability to maybe not even understand it, but just to write it down. I find that fascinating. And I do find it as an example of science catching up with the scriptures. And I just, I, I think that's, that's pretty amazing, to be honest with you. Have you ever seen that as you're going through the Bible? And did you think of things on an atomic, you know, scale whenever, whenever Paul is talking about that? Very, very, very interesting. So, um, some people might say this is a coincidence, Dr. Rimmer says, but I, I, I mean, I, I, that's a really strange coincidence that somebody would just bring up something pretty specific many years before mankind learned about that specific thing. So those are just another example that, um, that makes me say that I don't think science um, is at odds with the scripture. I think when we manipulate science that, that it becomes at odds with the scripture. But if we take an honest look at the world as it is, and and the Bible, we're going to see where things are are gelling together. So, all right, guys, um, we'll we'll kind of back off of of some of the the heavy science stuff. <laughs> For me, that is that is like splitting the atom uh, to talk about stuff like that. So, but I just I, you know chew on that for a little while and see what you think about it. If you want to write to me and, uh, and ask questions, or maybe you have uh, insight into things, uh, I'd be happy to hear from you. My email address is randy at creationanew.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can uh, write me. You can also go on our website. It's creationanew.com. And on there, on the resources page, you will find different, different tools specifically books and, and, and written material that, um, that you can purchase. Uh, you can get downloads from me for free on there, but you can purchase some, some books and things. And I'm going to put up um, a link to, uh, for you to be able to get, um, the, the harmony of science and scriptures in the, in the, uh, the, the, the description, uh, on this podcast. But, um, when you, when you purchase something through creation anew, you get a really good, tool. I'm not going to recommend something that I wouldn't want you to, you know, to, that I, I wouldn't recommend something just to recommend something. But the, the things that I have on there, I think will really help you build a good library of theology and, and apologetics and, and things like that. So we're building that and even, um, you know, uh, getting in, uh, hopefully getting into history and things like that eventually. But um, check out that link and uh, you can check out also the other things on Creation Anew in the resources section. You can also hear uh, podcasts, even though we're on about eight different platforms, um, including Anchor, you can you can hear our podcast on many different platforms. And uh, but there are some podcast episodes on the website as well. So um, with that, I'm going to say goodbye to you, and I just appreciate you guys um, helping out 
Um, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for telling other people about this podcast. And, and if you do purchase something on creationanew.com, um, just know that you are supporting creationanew.com and you're welcome to do that. I, I would appreciate it. But I also want to encourage you to make sure you take care of your family and your church before you spend money supporting um, supporting this ministry. So, But if you do support the ministry in any way, shape, or form, that's appreciated. We, we really do appreciate that. All right, guys. Until next time, bye-bye.